One Man Brand Radio with Ray Sagern, voice of the entrepreneur. If you'd like to work directly with Ray and his team to grow your business through more powerful marketing campaigns, reach out to him via his website at raysagern.com or call 512-808-5775. All right, all right, all right. We're back. It's One Man Brand Radio here on KLBJ. Voice of the Entrepreneur. We're going to do it Saturday nights from 7 o'clock till 8 o'clock. Thanks again to our sponsors, Hoover's down on Mainer Road, that honest-to-goodness good Texas cooking, and let's not forget about GC Plumbing. Because now more than ever, if you want a plumber, you want a good, clean plumber, and that is GC. So I'm really excited about this next segment we're going to do on the show. Welcome in Tim Nicholson on. Uh, Tim is actually in my phone as, as neighbor Tim, and I walk my dog past Tim's house, Tim past mine, on the mean streets of uh, of North Central Austin, and we kind of accidentally stumbled into this idea that, that we're, we have a little bit of similar backgrounds and kind of working with business owners in, in not exactly the same way, but but ways that, that potentially uh, inform one another. So for starters, hey, Tim, welcome to One Man Brand Radio. Right. Thanks. I'm glad to be hanging out with you. <laughs> Me too, man. It's almost this is almost like uh, hanging out on your porch just with uh, 100,000 people listening. Right, and no and no dogs. <laughs> no dogs and no dogs messing things up. And, and let me say so a lot of uh, uh, sort of a common name is Tim C Nicholson on all the socials and LinkedIn and Instagram and, and such and and Tim in addition to talking about things like like executive coaching and and employer branding is the thing that that I get really jazzed when you start talking about but just as as a little bit of an icebreaker uh you've got some AM radio uh, history in your in your backstory yeah do tell do tell yeah i think my AM radio history is actually the story of failure and um and getting back up and 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 going again that was I was a kid, uh, all of about 16, and I wanted to be in radio. And a friend of mine, dad, was the general manager of a station. And um, I walked in uh, to the station sort of unannounced one day and said, I'd like to apply for an on-air position because I was told that's, that was the phrase to use. Uh-huh. And somebody uh, somebody ripped something off the teletype and pointed me to a room and said, go in there and read that. Nice. That's so, so good. Uh, that's so, so good. To, yeah, so I proceeded to go in and, and, and make a read, and it was uh, some – Boring bit of news for the day, and I presented it in, in most likely the, the most boring way that it could be presented, and and never heard back from them. Oh no, so, no, no! But the dream lived on. So about a year and a half later, the top FM radio station in my town, who I had sort of grown up listening to, is my first uh, exposure to radio. Sort of top forty radio station had an opening for a salesperson. Ah, okay. so I was seventeen years old, and and I borrowed my dad's uh, blazer and tie. And uh, I went to apply at the radio station for a for sales position, and and the guy looked at me and said, "Really, I think you're probably a little too young for sales." I said, "Well, Jim, would you consider listening to this demo tape that I made?" Uh-huh. So I reached in and pulled a little cassette out of my out of my pocket because I'd been doing some live uh, things like skating rinks and 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 sixteen year old sweet sixteen birthday parties and high school dances and stuff like that, which is my collection of forty five. I gave that to him, and I got a call from the owner of the station the next day, and I was on air from seven to midnight within about a week. So you just you just have to keep trying. You have to make sure that you know what you want. Yeah, um, is, yeah, and find your way in. I mean, any door is a door in. I love it. I love it. this one man brand radio on KLBJ. Uh, Tim Nicholson, Tim C Nicholson, is with us 
tonight, sharing, breaking the ice with a little bit of radio uh, commonality between Tim and me. But what I really wanted to talk about, you know, my listeners have heard me go on and on about my uh, my triumvirate, my holy trinity of marketing and, and brand and experience success, which is the overlapping of story and culture and experience. And the reason uh, you and I think hit it off was just as we accidentally got into the you know, the what do you do, what do you do thing. Uh, when you mentioned that you were involved with employer branding and, and cultivating culture, I was like, oh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, and that's really how we sort of sort of became friends. And I'd love to uh, to focus on that a little bit tonight, Tim, here on on One Man Brand Radio. I'm always interested. I know you work with companies that you've also, you know, I, I know from our conversations that you've worked with bigger companies along the way, but you have a similar passion for for um, owner-operated companies like I do, and uh, and I guess maybe just as a as a way to sort of start, uh, maybe give us a little snapshot of, give the listeners a snapshot of what it is that uh, your philosophies are and what you're seeing in the arena of culture and 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 sort of how you approach what you do with business owners. Well, it, it just seems that there have been two or three things that have been on the tip of the tongue of most people that are running and talking about running businesses these days, and and one is. Uh, what is my brand? You know, the other is how do I how do I find and, and keep good people? Um, the other is what's my customer experience? And it just seems to me that all of those things sort of revolve around the one in the middle, and it's it's finding and keeping good people. Yeah, you know, the brand is the the brand is is what your customer experiences when they interact with a product. And if you're in a service business uh, or any business where there's a product that has a human touching it, then and really, the brand is the people. <laughs> so, so I developed this philosophy several years ago that I was going to work with brands um, from the inside out. Not so much that throw a promise out into the universe and, and hope that people don't know that you can't keep it, but it sounds really cool. Uh, it, it sounds good in a jingle. It looks good on, on, a, on an ad. You know, that, that sort of thing that, you know, we all sort of grew up with those brands um, you know, the way that Fifth Avenue sort of put brands together, right? Right, so, right, right, sure. So really started just exploring this, who are the people um, inside the organization and what is the promise that they're helping this brand keep and how do they do that and how do you articulate that? And and along the way found out that many of those people were, were becoming sort of disenchanted with the employees, were becoming sort of disenchanted with what it sounded like the organization was promising versus what they were experiencing as an employee in the company. So, mm-hmm. so why, don't we, why don't we spend some time there? Right. You know, people are people are people are hearing about how cool it is to work at Google and have a rock wall and a and a hammock and you know or how <laughs> that yeah. is that culture or or hey I'm working at I'm working at some startup and they've got free beer Fridays is that is is that culture should should I be expecting that is that is that really a, a benefit mm-hmm. um, and and learning that that really wasn't right culture we got one man brand radio tonight here on KLBJ Voice of the Entrepreneur. Tim Nicholson's with us tonight talking about employer branding and company culture. It sounds like, uh, Tim, uh, uh, you're seeing the same thing that I'm seeing a lot, which is a lot of employers have a real blind spot about a whole lot of this stuff, yeah? Well, it is. In fact, I I just wrote um, a blog around this idea of why why when um, a business founder hears from his rising star or best employee a comment like, it's hard. I love this place, but it's hard to be a mom here. Or I really like working here, but I'm not sure that they understand the work I can do here. 
you know, when they hear when they when they're hearing those things and they're not responding to those, you know, then they're not they're not really optimizing the opportunity they have to retain that best employee and to create the, the workplace that is going to be needed for that organization to grow. You know, so you know when 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 somebody says, "Hey, I, I it's hard to be a mom here." Um, what they're te- what they're telling you is. Is it, is it about the hours? Is it about the lack of flexibility? Is it about the way the benefits are structured? Is it about this idea that I still need to be able to take my child to see the doctor mm-hmm. during the day, but I only have a certain number of personal days off that I can take? Uh, how, how, how does it work? What's the, the founder has put some benefit package together that fits some model maybe that was 15 or 20 years old and has got comfortable with it because that's what the insurance rep comes in and, and sells them every year, uh-huh. but hasn't been listening to that mom say, Look, I, I, I would prefer flex time to a couple of vacation days, or I would prefer, you know, to have the ability to take to, to leave the office at four o'clock to get my kid to some uh, piano practice, and then let me go back online and finish my day when I can finish my day instead of free beer Fridays. Uh-huh. You know, so so just this this thing where we where we're listening to the employee. I mean, we would listen to customers. If customers said, "Hey, if you'll do this." I'll buy. If you'll deal with that, I'll sign a lifetime contract. But when employees tell us the same thing, we don't, we don't listen to them. And so that's the started. real opportunity that we have. Yeah, we're just getting started tonight with Tim Nicholson on One Man Brand Radio. But we got to take a quick break for the news and come back and pick it up with Tim. Tim, before we hop out for the news, give everybody your coordinates if they want to learn more about what you're doing. Maybe read that blog post you were talking about. Well, start you at Tim C. Nicholson on Twitter. Uh, that's usually the, the way into my website or LinkedIn or my Instagram. All those things kind of revolve around that. Okay, cool. Hit him up on Twitter at Tim C. Nicholson and sit tight because we'll pick up a conversation with Tim after the news when One Man Brand Radio continues next here on News Radio KLBJ. One Man Brand Radio with Ray Sagern, voice of the entrepreneur. If you'd like to work directly with Ray and his team to grow your business through more powerful marketing campaigns, reach out to him via his website at raysagern.com or call 512-808-5775. Ah, yeah, we're back. One Man Brand Radio's here on KLBJ, Voice of the Entrepreneur, brought to you by Hoover's, that honest-to-goodness, good Texas cooking. And don't forget GC, the Good Clean Plumber, online at goodcleanplumber.com. So the news is is like the turn in this golf course. We uh, we're on the back nine now. My guest is Tim Nicholson on Twitter at Tim C Nicholson. And before the break, we were talking about uh, employer branding. We were talking about company culture. And I'm just curious, Tim. Uh, you know, for me, it's been a crazy year. Unemployment hit an all time high, but it, but also I've got clients all across the U.S. and Canada that can't seem to find and. And more importantly, keep good employees. I'm curious from your point of view, how has this wackadoodle year affected your view on on those concepts you're talking about? Well, I think it's been uh, the year of the essential worker. You know, early on uh, during the pandemic, we were we were told that we could go do the essential things. You know, go to shopping. You know, you know, go to the grocery store, for example was an essential thing. And, and think about who's who's working there, right? Um, the people that you normally sort of look right through. During the pandemic, we've had uh, life as usual at home, maybe even more more use going on at home than normal. So air conditioning, plumbing, uh, whatever has gone on. And I've had a couple of 
of uh, interactions with some service people during this uh, during the pandemic that really impressed me with the idea of just how essential how essential they are. Some of the very best people that I've met this year have been the plumber, the AC repair men, uh, the guy who came out to do something to fix something on my lawn. Uh, these people that just have a good, pure work ethic, uh, who have stayed the course even even in the strangest circumstances. And what I hear often from uh, the folks who employ them is about how they're having their best year, right? Sure. My company's having its my company's having its best best year ever. I just can't, but I can't keep you know enough people or can't find enough people to deliver whatever it is I'm doing. And I'm thinking as a, as a customer and my experience having been so good with so many of those people, how close those people are to the ones that we need to go find, you know, how are we, how are we sharing that very best year with those people? You know, is it, is it inviting them to, to bring a friend into the business who has a similar skill set? You know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, men in particular, the, the ones that have been coming to my home for service, you know, their friends are people who do similar things. You know, they may not be plumbers or air conditioner repairmen, um, but they do some other journeyman type work with their hands and have the skills possibly to, to cross over. And, and we don't we don't optimize our own workforce to as a recruitment tool mm-hmm. and then reward those people who bring the best people with them into our company, mm-hmm. you know, by sharing in some of the best year that we're having. Right. So, you know, the, um, it's, it's hard to sit and listen to a CEO tell me about it his best year. When I know that the guy that came to my house probably didn't get paid anymore because of that. He's probably running more calls. He's not complaining about it. None of these, mm-hmm. none of these people that have come into my home have had a complaint about their work. They've all been polite. I've uh, been uh, perhaps very fortunate to have good service people but they've all been uh, very polite, very professional, finish the job, um, clean up after themselves, which apparently are some of the safety protocols that their employers have had them put into place. It's been a good season. So to net all that out, and maybe you can hear my dog Sonny over here saying amen as we hey, talk about this. Sonny stuff. is definitely uh, getting in on the mix there and uh, and validating everything you have to say. <laughs> you know, Tim, I'm curious, you know, the, uh, uh, I mean, I'm hearing everything you say. Talk to me about maybe the non-monetary component. What is it that, uh, what is it that employers can do somewhere between paying people more and free beer Friday? What are some of the little tips of the trade that, that our main street businesses, our mom and pop businesses that listen to this show can, can, can implement easily? Oh, I think this is a really easy one. One is to take a look at what the benefits are that you offer and ask people what benefits, what the benefits are that they are really looking for, you know, and, and you may not be able to get a direct answer when you ask it that way. It may be, paying attention to people not feeling like they can get time away to take the kid to the doctor mm-hmm. or not being able to spend an extra hour at home in the morning, helping the kid get a zoom classroom set up, right. you know, and, and, and saying, Hey, what if we, what if we changed our benefits? You know, would you be willing to swap a vacation day for, for eight hours of flex time so that you've got an hour in the morning when you need it? Uh, when, when your spouse is doing a, some other sort of work thing from home so that you can step in and do set up the Zoom classroom. It's, it's really a, a matter of getting them involved in the process. And, and it's amazing to me how often 
sometimes people think that's going to mean they need to add something to the mix when it's when it's as easy as replace part of the mix, and it's probably less expensive for you to give them that hour than it is to to give them some healthcare service maybe that they're not necessarily interested in. Tim, you know, not Nicholson. everybody wants a vision care, right? Tim Nicholson is my guest tonight here on One Man Brand Radio at Tim C Nicholson on Twitter. That'll you'll, you'll find your way into his world, his, his website and his and, and his LinkedIn and all that stuff. I'm curious, Tim, in terms of culture, what are the particular obstacles with so many employees working from home of of maintaining that uh, that that the culture and the relationship with the employer employee relationship that 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 uh, very often is strained. Well, that is an interesting question. I think if you've built your culture around uh, superficial things like the rock wall and the and the foosball table and the free beer Fridays, well, it's hard to deliver that stuff to, to people's homes, right? But if your culture's around the idea of flexibility and trust and offering to help others and having patience and focusing on the goal, you know, if that's what's going on, then then you can extend that into any space where anybody's working. You know, if, you're, if part of your culture and one of your values is that we're going to have patience with one another, then being willing to give somebody a little bit of grace that they need an extra day to get a, you know, to get some particular, maybe a report done for you because they've got, um, they're now a school teacher as well as mom, as well as chauffeur, as well as whatever they would normally play and your, and your web developer. So they've added, they tack these other things onto their lives. And so if your if your culture is built around things like, you know, patience, and you can still demonstrate that, um, and that lives. I've watched that. I've watched organizations continue to thrive even when they're not together, when their culture was built around values and not around you know superficial thrills. One man brand radio on KLBJ with Tim Nicholson. So there's a lot of people in the world that just need a nugget or two, Tim, and they're going to do it themselves in the DIY mode. But there are definitely business owners who are listening to the show right now uh, that need somebody like you to come in and help facilitate the changes that are still very much in their blind spot. So I want to give you a chance to to um, uh, uh, share with how they can get in touch with you in a little bit. But give people a little snapshot of if they were to hire you to come in and help fix or facilitate or enhance or improve culture, whatever the whatever the the, the particular need is. Uh, uh, frame the expectation of what is it like to work with you and what do you do? Yeah, I think the first thing that's about working with me is that I listen first. You know, there there's a uh, sort of an idea among jazz players. I know you and I both share some musical um, background in terms, and also just enjoy music. But there's this, there's this theory with jazz players that you should listen more than you play, especially when you first join the group. Right, so so I spend time listening. I've got some formal sort of listening tools that I use, and then I bring that listening back to those leaders and say, here are some of the things that I'm hearing. Here's some suggestions uh, about what we might be able to do to continue the good things. Here's some thoughts on how we might be able to correct those things that aren't going so well. Uh, I do everything from uh, ten minute wake up zooms uh, for me for for leadership meetings. <laughs> You know, during the pandemic, mm-hmm. to you know, on-site listening session, surveying hundreds or th- even thousands of employees, but even down to you know the twenty-five or fifty-person shop, um, where 
where that listening happens and offering something back that's tangible and actionable. You know, my when I was a young man, I traveled one day for work with my dad, who worked for a major uh, business machines company, and he introduced me to a couple of people during the day. And one of those was someone he said, uh, "I'll use a fake name here, but hey, this is John Smith. He's a consultant." I said, "Thank you, good to meet you, Mr. Smith." We got back out to the car, and I asked my dad, "Hey, what what's a consultant?" And he said, "That's a guy who borrows your watch to tell you what time it is." <laughs> Come on. Right. So. What what I've always been mindful of is that organizations don't need somebody to come in and just play back to them what they already know. They need somebody that's going to listen in a way that they're not that they don't have time to listen, or maybe haven't been attuned to listen because they're running a business. And and so bring that listening, add some value, give them some tangible, actionable things that can be done to move forward. Yeah, and I'll I'll even add there, Tim. You know, it's a uh, um uh. It's a fresh perspective. It's it's being able to to see and hear, as, to your point, uh, things with fresh eyes and ears that um, it's almost impossible sometimes. Uh, we like to say when you're in the bottle, you can't read the label, right? Yeah, that's you know, um, humbly say, uh, share a story of, of, a, of an engagement that I recently worked on where really even after the first, uh, conversation with the business founders. These guys were at this point running a multi-million dollar business and they were trying to secure that business's future, wanted to do some planning for that and needed to get some things in line so that it could, could go on without them was sort of their idea. Mm-hmm. But we spent, we spent about an hour together just talking about these, these kinds of things, this sort of porridge talk. You know, mm-hmm. like that we're having, right? And one of the founders of this business, one of the founders of this business, told me on the way out the door. He said, "What you shared with us today is already invaluable. We can we can change our business today just based on the thoughts that you've been shared with us. We don't know how, right? But we know we can. And so, um, so we ended up doing a, a longer term engagement with those folks. Just there's so much power in conversation." And it's a shame that we don't uh, take advantage of that. There's no engagement fee to talk about what's working for you and what's not working for you and what your interest level is in, in tuning something up. That's where we start. So it starts with a conversation. And Tim is standing by. If uh, Tim, what's the easiest way for them to call you or email you or, or get into your world? Well, Tim at MrBernard.com. And you spell out Mr. and you spell out Bernard, M-I-S-T-E-R-B-E-R-N-A-R-D.com is my email address. And again, I'm on social media at all the places under that same handle. And my website, timcnicholson.com. And if you want to look at some of the ways these ideas get taught, I've just started a fun little thing on Instagram called Love Mr. Bernard, where I take you through some little slideshows that explore some of these principles. That's free. Tim Nicholson, man, you're one of my favorite guys swimming in these waters, and I appreciate you being our guest tonight here on One Man Brand Radio. Thanks for the chance to hang with you and make some uh, crackling sound. <laughs> good, good, good. Absolutely. All right, sit tight. We're up against a break. We'll come back uh, next and just wrap up the show. This is One Man Brand Radio brought to you by Hoover's and GC Plumbing, and we'll pick up the show next here on KLBJ. KLBJ.